Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. All right, we'll get to Laura's selfie in a second. So many. Uh, we do need to talk about a couple of things, though. My show. It is. I, uh, did you? Did, uh, you weren't squirming just because Key and I were rekindling an old flame this afternoon, just chatting Here, it up. Here's you know? the thing: I, I can hear the promos now. Hey, what's up? It's Key. Guess what? I'm allowing George Sedano to join my show. <laughs> ma, 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 my show. My show. Yeah. Oh, man. Mornings just got, no afternoons just got bigger. I've taken over the afternoon show, too, and I'm letting George Sedano stick around. Yeah. You tell him, Key. My show. Laura, you think he sounds nervous? Yeah, Kaplan is the. Uh, yeah, he sounds nervous. Ooh, wow. I don't know what that was, but it didn't sound good. Yeah. I don't even Lin- know how to do the, uh, you know? Yeah. yeah. Lindsay, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know. I think I think I think Cap is can well handle it. You know, yeah. Maybe there you go. Look at that. A, Lindsay's got your back, Cap. She way. believes you can handle it. That's because she knows I can rock leather pants if I have to. Add I mean. Keyshawn to Sedano and Cap. Yeah. Oh, look at that. What do you think? We could add Key as like a this? third member. How about this? You ready? Here's the new promo. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It's Cap. Afternoons just got bigger because I let Keyshawn join Mama Mama my show. Oh. Now, now it's Sedano, Cap, and Key. Yeah. And then, they'll have, then they'll have Key, like another part of the promo. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It's Cap. I'm about to take over Sedano and Cap. I'm letting these yeah. two suckers stick around. Yeah. Yeah. SKK. I like that. Or KSK. If it was, he want, he gets his name first. I mean, he's going to want his name first. Like, that's his thing. Not want it. He's going to demand it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's his thing. So, uh, but it was good to see Key. I hadn't seen him in person in good Lord. I don't know. I mean, pre-pandemic, I would say. <laughs> it's been like two years Jeez, since I've seen really? him in person. Wow. I'm not even joking. I'm trying to think. What was the last time I could have seen him in person? Um, yeah, easily almost two years. He was cracking me up the other day. He was on first take with Stephen A., you know? And uh-huh. Stephen, this is when Stephen A. was talking to J.J. Redick, and they were going through the whole who's to blame. Is Frank Vogel being scapegoated? Right. The whole right. thing, right? Yeah. So Keyshawn, you, you have Stephen A. and J.J. Redick on one screen, and Keyshawn yeah. is in a box on the other screen. Keyshawn, not necessarily like, oh, I'm on because these two guys are talking. Keyshawn takes his right hand, starts scratching his left shoulder, like his right hand over his left shoulder, and he's giving it a scratch. No yeah. big deal. And then yeah. the next thing you know, you see him, and he starts laughing because somebody probably was in his ear going, did you get it? Did you get that? Because we saw the whole thing play out on camera, and he was just laughing at it, which was cute. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, listen, when you're on camera, you know, sometimes you don't know if you're on camera or you're off camera. Right. It just depends, you know, like, and, and if you're on remote, then that's even tougher. Anyway, it was good to see Key. Listen to Key, uh, Jay Will, and Max each and every morning, 6 to 10, right here on this station. So, um, Key is... He is a bicoastal man right now. He is in New York. He's in L.A. Uh, but a, a, you know, we, God, we talked about so many things. I'm trying to think if we got into anything that. Uh, Did you get is, into like the Rams versus the Buccaneers? I mean, was no, there no. We actually like we, we we talked very little sports, which is kind of nice because you know, again, I don't know if you've noticed, but you know, I mean, yeah. I, I I like talking the sports, but eh, 
All right, so it wasn't like a sports conversation. No, it was just like a good catch-up. It was a good catch-up. It was a good catch-up. How are you? How's your wife? How's the kids? Yeah, I showed me the picture of the kids. I mean, I haven't seen the kids. The baby is not a baby anymore. She's like 18 months. Like, Mm -hmm. it's 19 months. It's insane. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of stuff has happened. So, anyhow... um, Laura, what what what's up with the selfies? What 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 what's up with the selfies? No, it's not. Chris one. said three. It was one. One, two, three. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, there's a lot of selfies, girl. Wait, I gotta are be they, honest with you. So are these like selfies of different looks? Like, oh, I, I, I got my hair done or I changed my clothes or I changed my makeup. Or is it like all the same situation? Or sometimes it's like, hey, y'all, your girl ain't got no makeup on today. Like sometimes she just does that. You know? That is true. Sometimes I do. Let me sometimes, see. I'm counting them now. I went back Laura. one. Okay, so one was in the studio, and I really like my makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then the other one was inside the suite because I went to the Kings game, and that's two. Well, he says three on Instagram. Three yesterday on Instagram. She was feeling herself. Like, who cares? Let's no, no, I'm not. I, I'm not, Matt. Two. I'm not. But, oh, he count. Okay, there was three. So your girl went to the Kings game. You know, right. had a few drinks. Yeah. And then I got home, so and I was forgot. like, "Good night." Yeah. But yeah. I took it down. So you know, so it was. Oh, three you took Mavis. down the good night one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was oh. like me, just like in the yeah. same kind of look that I did at the studio, but just good night. Yeah, I actually love like you all had the some Laura drinks. Selfies. Like you had some drinks, and you were drink feeling yourself like that. No, 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 I had. I was feeling myself before the drinks. Oh, okay. No. I know, I know, I know. But sometimes, like, I'm feeling myself even more after drinks, right? No, I was just like, I'm home because people asked me. I was like, hey, because my friend asked me instead of sending my friend the picture, I posted it on Instagram. That's why I took it down. I always like it when, when Laura posts selfies and, and she has these captions like, uh, your girl just washed her hair. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> We've talked about wash day. It's a whole process with curly hair. So, yeah. You got to clap. Had, I don't know, you had something else done to your hair recently. Oh, you the had, highlights? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's the, uh, your girl just had some highlights put in. And then she'll tell you, she's like, you know, I wasn't really for sure that I was going to get highlights. Yeah. But now that your girl has the highlights, your girl likes the highlights. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was a process liking them. It damaged my hair, which I knew it would. Yes. But you know what? They look cute. So, mm. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling As long like, as it works for you, girl. Yeah. Wow. You do you, boo. I do me. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. So, speaking of doing them. <laughs> Is that what we were speaking of? Well, I, I, I was I, I wanted to get to a sports conversation for a oh, second here. And lovely. I, I and so we have spent a lot of time on this show. And mm. we're going to get to the Lakers, man. Listen, I, we only have a two-hour show. We did a lot of Lakers yesterday because all this Frank Vogel stuff. I mean, some of it literally broke like while we were on the air. The LA totally. Times story broke while we were on the air at like 540 or whatever. Um, so we, we will get to that in a second, I promise you, because there's new um, opinions on stuff that is surrounding. Like a lot more people are now weighing in on the stuff you and I, uh, Cap, have talked about when it comes to Frank Vogel being the scapegoat yeah. here in this and, situation. And, and, and by the way, let me just say this, because I know yeah. we'll get to it, but let me just say something. Yeah. You know, the Lakers... People root against the Lakers. That's obvious. Yes. The country wants the Lakers to fall flat on their face. Yes. The national media is taking great pleasure in watching what's going on right now as the Lakers look so dysfunctional. And so I want to jump into that, George, also, because what it looks like to everybody else is is something that, that fans around the country are taking great pleasure in. Look how much of a disaster they look like. People are loving it. Everybody's talking about it. They got a big game tonight against a very bad team, so they should win this game. No excuses. Yeah. I mean, listen, they should win this game. Um, 
I don't know about no excuses, but I mean, you know, like if LeBron gets hurt, that's a pretty big excuse. You know what I mean? Like I'm not it trying is. to put that in the atmosphere, Still, but you terrible. know. But I'm just saying, like if that happens, then the chances of them winning become very slim in this in that situation. But so I want to start with you know speaking of doing them, we've had a lot of conversations on the show also about Derek Carr this season. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Very fair. So. Derek Carr put out a tweet, and I want to find it real quick. Just give me a second. He put out a tweet after the season was over, Mm -hmm. and I loved it. I thought it was super heartfelt. I feel like, and I've talked to you uh, about this, like I feel like Derek Carr has done a really good job of becoming the leader on the field for the Las Vegas Raiders. Like I, I don't think there's any question in my mind that he has absolutely done a fantastic job uh, when it comes to the leadership role, and and that, look, that's what you want out of that particular position. You want a guy who can be a leader. And he wrote, "A season filled with heartbreak, tragedy, and resiliency is now over. I'm so proud of our team." And he wrote that in caps. And what we accomplished. Everyone outside the building doubted, and we overcame. To those who encouraged and strengthened our guys, thank you. We will see you again soon. And then you know the skull and crossbones for Raider Nation. So let me ask you a question. I mean. Let's do it this way. This is a very just a yes or no for right now. Derek Carr, good leader, yes or no? Yes. Agreed. Now, Derek Carr, just a yes or no for a second real quick. Great quarterback. No. Right. So let me ask you this question. Do you believe that his great leadership, which is, I would say, primo after what we've seen this season – is good enough to overcome his other shortcomings, whatever you think they may be? No. Okay. No. Let me tell you something, George. Derek Carr, you've nailed this. Great leader, good quarterback. That's all. Great leader, when an organization needed somebody to step up, the one constant in the last 10 years in Raider Nation has been Derek Carr. There's been multiple head coaches. There's been multiple general managers. There's been uh, a move in the middle of all of this. And with the controversy of this year, the, 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 the Raider organization needed one person to be a common denominator. That was Derek Carr. He's a great leader. But here's the reality. When you're a guy who's been in the league 8, 9, 10 years, and you've never been to the playoffs, and you finally get there, and you lose the game against the Cincinnati Bengals. This this wasn't you know the the old school New England Patriots. This wasn't you know Peyton Manning's Colts. I mean, this was a second year quarterback who's making his first appearance in the playoffs and a young head coach. The point I'm trying to make is this. And by the way, you could say the same thing about the Raiders. Basaccia was an interim coach. Carr had never been there before. If you have a starting quarterback for 10 years in the NFL and you don't sniff a Super Bowl, it's time to move on from that quarterback. No matter how likable he is, no matter how great of a leader he is, it's time to move on. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. It doesn't overcome. So let, let me ask this, Lindsay, because you have Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. Um, would you take Derek Carr over Baker Mayfield right now? I would take um, pretty much any quarterback over Baker Mayfield right now. Because if anything, like Derek Carr's leadership is something that the Browns are severely lacking. You probably wouldn't have had all those issues with Odell and the locker room and all that if Baker Mayfield possessed those leadership qualities. So, yes, I would take him over Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I I would too. And and the reason I ask that is because Baker's big – Baker has – 
probably similar talent, I would say, to Derek Carr. I would say Derek is more talented. Uh, but I don't think it's like a huge gulf is what I would say. But I think what puts Derek over the top is his leadership skills by a wide margin in my estimation. And I'll say this, Cap. I feel like the problem with Derek Carr is that he's not elite. You know, so, you know, I know Key, like we were talking about Key earlier, Key put him in that elite category. I don't mm-hmm. think he's that. No. But I think that he's like that next tier. Like, he's like, if the bottom of like the first tier or two is Matt Stafford, right? I would say that Derek Carr is that next group right there. But I think you can win with that next group. I just think that you have to, you have to have, you have less room for error if that's your quarterback. And to me, the the question is, the next person that's going to be leading the, the Raiders, whether that's Jim Harbaugh or if they hired Brian Flores, whatever, if they believe that they can put those pieces around him, um, because, man, I, I don't know, he sold me a lot considering everything literally around him was imploding and they were still able to make it to the playoffs. Like, I feel a lot of that is on him. It is. So I, I would is. give him one more shot. He's he, Listen, you, you've nailed this well. Great leader, good quarterback. But just think about this. You look at Patrick Mahomes. You look at Justin Herbert. Then you look at Derek Carr. This is in the division. In yeah, the he's division. the third best quarterback. Right. And, yeah. and so you have to ask yourself, can we really beat the Chargers or the Chiefs like long term? Do we have a quarterback that's better than their quarterbacks? And the answer is no. And the answer is going to be no as long as Derek Carr is the quarterback and Justin Herbert's with the Chargers and Patrick Mahomes is with the Chiefs. So if you're building a team and you're thinking about the future, you better get a quarterback that is as good as those two guys because otherwise all you have is an aging guy that's never done anything in his career. And listen, I don't mean to be harsh at all because, again, Derek Carr has been the constant in all of the Raiders' dysfunction and and all of the moving and all of the coaches and all of the GMs. He's been the constant. But in the NFL, it's a a production business, and he ain't producing. I I get it. But, you know, and granted, I understand the eras are different. And you know what? Let's continue this discussion on the other side because I feel like there's one more piece to this equation Uh, And maybe it's an outdated method, right, that I'm about to reference. But I feel like there's one more piece to this that that is in my craw when it comes to Derek Carr and the Raiders. So we'll get to that. Uh, I want to get to there's one member of the media at ESPN that feels like there still could be hope for the Lakers. We'll get to who and what in just a moment. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Great song, man. Such a good song. This, to me, is the better era of Michael Jackson music. Yeah, this is pre-MTV. You know, MTV turned it into, like, half music, half Broadway show. I mean, I would say more like, like, theat- like not the, like, I get what you're saying, Broadway show, but I think more like, like a, a movie experience. You know what I mean? Because yeah, of the music right. video. Yeah, so, yeah, when the thriller video came out, I remember that being thing was a kid. like 
10 minutes long or whatever it was. Right, or, right. Yeah. And remember at the beginning of it, Michael's like, there's something I have to tell you. And like everybody in America was like, is he finally going to say it? What's he going to say? Oh, my goodness. And I don't even remember what he said, but then his eyes turned, you know, a different color and right, guys started like dancing in the alley. zombie or whatever. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So. Rock with you. Great song. Great to. Uh, I mean, listen, again, anytime you're going to play this, you know, the old school Michael Jackson stuff, I'm in. But uh, real quick. Yes. So what happened on Mason in Ireland today? Like, there's actually one thing I was listening to that I wanted to talk about because I thought it was interesting. I actually texted them during the show and, and I was going back and forth with them on some thing about knowing when you're going to die or whatever that they right. were talking about. That was funny. Um, but what happened on the show about game of games? Like what, what did they, what did Mason proclaim today? So Ooh. were you on game of games yesterday? Yesterday. Right. Okay. Yes. I was invited to be a guest on game of games today, which is just really them ridiculing that Ireland knows more than all of us, but I beat them yesterday. I beat oh, them. Really? All. I did. Oh, I won yesterday. Way to represent George. Yeah. Nice. So I was on today. Uh, Ireland destroyed everybody. Um, Taylor did quite well, as a matter of fact. Bergman, yeah. not bad. Got a By the way, medal. not only did I beat Ireland, but I yeah. smoked him. Like, really? And he, he's great at that game. That game is designed, to your point, for him to win. I was 7 for 7 in the game yesterday. Wow, I didn't what? miss. I was like, you know, Steph Curry on fire yesterday. What was the category? You recall? Um, the category was all Rams related. It was oh. related to the Rams in Got some it. way, shape, or form. This was all today. Michael Thompson giving us things like, um, you know, name this the pro sports teams that are mammals. You know, oh. and and somebody oh. said, yeah, the ahead. Dolphins. Okay, yeah. Dolphins, right? Could have won that one. But Damn. but Mason argued that the Bengals are a mammal as well. Right. And so there was controversy. You know, it's kind of like that Raiders Bengals game with the whistle. There was controversy in the middle of it all. Um, yeah, and, I mean, well, the mammals are easy. It's. Uh, the Bengals are a mammal, so he's right. Well, Michael Thompson um, said he was wrong. No, no, that's right. The Bengals, uh, the, the Bengals, a tiger. It's it's a mammal. Well, I'm just telling you what Michael said. I'm not actually debating it. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know if he was right or if he was wrong. And now yeah. you're telling me that he's wrong, but Mason was I, right. I mean, I think so. I'm pretty sure. You know. I think a mammal is like any warm-blooded animal, right? I thought mammals yeah. had something to do with. Look, like, I just lactating. looked it up right now. Is a tiger, which is a Bengal. Yeah. Uh, a, it's they're carnivorous mammals. It says it right here. What yeah. is the definition of an actual mammal? Basically, it, I mean, what is the definition of a of a mammal? Is what yeah, you warm blooded animal. That's it. It doesn't have anything to do with like sure. producing milk. Uh, I mean, a no, mammal because there's says some here, mammals that have eggs, that, right? Yeah, a warm blooded vertebrate animal of class that is distinguished by possession of hair or fur. The secretion of milk by females or the nourishment of the young, typically uh, the birth of the live young. Yeah, so I would say if you're looking for mammals in the NFL, I mean that's easy. That's the dolphins, the ra- uh, the the bird ones, the eagles, ravens. Um, who what are the birds? Falcons. I don't uh, think cardinals. those are mammals. I don't think those are mammals. No, they are. Birds are mammals, bro. Wait, they literally. I just told you they nourish them. I understand like, that. They I have a nest. That. But do you understand that Michael Thompson said that the only mammal of an NFL team was the Dolphins? Mason argued that it's not the, the Dolphins, it's the Bengals. And he even said the Jaguars are a mammal. And so this turned into a lot of controversy. Now, by the way, there was a separate Yeah, Michael's of, wrong. Michael's oh, really? Wrong. And the yeah. birds? Wait, ravens are mammals? Birds are mammals. So wait, yes. no, birds are not mammals. Um, yeah, so. There's only two mammals that hatch, that lay eggs, and that's a platypus. And the Ishidna. Oh, no, you're right. Birds are not mammals. There you mm-hmm. go. They're not. 
Okay, so then if that's the case, eliminate the birds. So the Bengals are definitely a mammal, for sure. Um, the dolphins, as I mentioned, are definitely mammals. That was the first one that came to my mind. So the lions are a mammal, right? Panthers? Wait a second. Wait Any a second. of the are... animals that are not birds, like the broncos. Yeah, the, the broncos, lions, the, the, the lions, the colts. Yeah. Well, yeah. somebody better explain to Michael that uh, yeah. that he, he was way off and that and also, we should probably go back and take some form of science to know what mammals really are. And which I mean, bro, I, I, I passed Google, fifth, bro. I passed fifth grade science. Exactly, Laura's right. It's I don't need to Google. know anymore. It's called um, Google. We don't need to take. We don't need to go back to elementary school. No, no. I don't. I don't. Okay, I don't need to. So I was anyway, say call, call so, my nephew. He's learning so all about that stuff. What did Mason proclaim? Forget about the game part of it. What did Mason proclaim? Well, I heard him say that. Well, or something like we're starting a new tradition on the show today where. Or we're going to have someone from the afternoon show join us on Game of Games every day. Okay, so I was there yesterday and Cap was there today. I was there Monday because I worked there or whatever. Right, right. Okay. So that means tomorrow. That means, are you coming on tomorrow, Lindsay? No, No, I've not been extended the invite. In fact, I have not been invited to join that show in any capacity since I I got the boot, you know, so. What do you mean you got the boot? Well, since we made the switch. Yeah, yeah, because that's a different different way of saying things. Okay, you're right. I was being funny. Funny and facetious. Since okay. since we switched shows, I have not appeared on their mm. show. Well, I didn't want you to get the boot. I mean, because if you got the boot to that from them, then you were booted from them to us versus actually like us saying, we need to make a trade here. I mean, maybe there's like a silent ban on me because I'm no, you know, we've had Greg on. Oh, a ban? You think there's a ban? Now they're big on banning, but they're also they're also bad on banning too. And it's really Mason. It's not Ireland. Ireland's in ban. You mean they unban? Well, I'll give you an example. And it's funny because this actually leads into who I was going to talk about here for a second. Brian Winhorst, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brian Winhorst allegedly, Bergman a long time ago had booked him on the show. And he didn't call in for one reason or another. So Mason's like, he's banned. This is the second time he hasn't called in. Blah, blah, blah. He's banned. And then, of course, Brian, back then in the first iteration of Sedano in the afternoon, I used to have a bunch of people always come in studio with me. And Brian was going to hang out for like an hour. So Brian got in, got there early, so he was in the control room, and then Mason saw him while I was doing purgatory with them, and all of a sudden Mason's like, oh, hey, there's the great Brian Windhorst. Why don't you come in here, Brian? And I looked at him like, <laughs> you mother bleeper. You've been talking about banning him for months, and now he's in studio if he's going to come in with me, and you want to put him on with us. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? So, so the, the banning... Ban. The banning doesn't really mean anything okay, for Mason. Okay, so you, you can get banned, but then you can get unbanned. So, look... If if Laura was on Game of Games, and if George Sedano has been a guest on Game of Games and has dominated, and by the way, represented Sedano and Cap, and if I've been on, and if now, wait a second, so it should be Lindsay's turn mm-hmm. tomorrow. If, yeah. You'll probably get a call soon. I worked because I had to be a board op, so that's, they technically didn't invite me. You know, I just kind of had to be on because I was behind the board. Look, I don't want to. I don't want this to like seem like I'm fishing for an invite because I can assure you that I do take the time before the show, especially that hour before we do the show. That's a very precious time for our planning and prep of the show. It is. It is. Yeah, so sure. I will say, you know, no hard feelings. If I'm not invited back, I was just making an observation. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I would be willing to go back on in in Lindsay's place. I actually had a really good time, even though Michael's game. You know, it was really inaccurate, and his answers were all wrong. And I would have won if he uh, if he would have just. I mean, you know, wait, what was the score? I think it was Ireland seven, Taylor five, uh, Bergman three. I had two, and Mason had one. But I would have won. 
I mean, you had one. You had one, bro. I had two, dude. <laughs> I think I had two. All I'm right. worse than you, so you're good. No, Mason was worse than me. Yeah. So, anywho. Um, all right. Well, we'll have to figure it out. Now, we didn't get to the Brian Windhorst part. So, Brian Windhorst yeah. says, Laker fans, don't tear up your championship betting slips yet. Find out why next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You big Dolly person, uh, Kaplan? You know, Sunday night after the NFL games were over, I was looking around for something brainless to watch. Yeah. And I went on to Netflix and Lindsay's always in my head. She says she watches a lot of documentaries. So I went to the documentary section. Oh, yeah. The Dolly one is fantastic. I haven't seen it. I was like seconds away from pushing play <laughs> wait a second I, yeah i, I mean I, uh, what the hell like you made it sound like you like you you know i bring you i bring up that are you are you a dolly person and you you, you punctuate this with you were seconds away yeah, from hitting it? it right I, mean, I, come on. I watched the trailer right. and i was <laughs> and i i felt like i got the story yeah. And then I moved on. Lindsay, I wound up watching this documentary about Tony Robbins that I thought was going to be like this rip job of him. It actually turned out to be like he's this angel of a guy and a sweetheart of a guy and actually cares about all these people who show up at his events and stuff. I went in thinking this was a big rip job. It turned out to be a really nice story. Um, right, so, I haven't seen that one, yeah, Tony Robbins. Let me yeah. put it on my list. It was yeah. very good. You watch the weirdest stuff, though, Captain. Like, you do, always tell man. us you're going to watch something, and then you watch something else, and you never but actually watch say, the thing we need you to watch. And but just... I want you to know this. I want you to know I'm I'm on episode eight of season three of Narcos Mexico. Yeah, but we're not talking about that show. I know, but I'm just pushing it on to everybody else, saying if you're looking if you're looking for something, yeah. it's incredible. I mean, it's okay. just violent and crazy. Yeah, it's hard to believe, but I'm okay. in on Succession right now, so yeah. I got to yeah. pick up Succession. I'm yeah. I'm I'm like I got to get back to it. Yeah. Hey, so real quick, let me finish two things. I never finished the um, the Raiders thing. So here's the thing on Carr before I get to Brian Windhorst and what he said about the Lakers, which I think Laker fans will be uh, be happy to hear that somebody in the national media is on their side. Um, you mentioned that Derek Carr basically, you know, we agreed super leader, you know, average to above average quarterback not in, not good enough to overcome leadership not good enough to overcome whatever shortcomings he has let me ask you a question I mean here's the thing if if you let Derek Carr go because I think a lot of things with with quarterbacks who aren't like the elite of the elite right if you're not Aaron Rodgers or you're not some crazy arm talent 
you know, or not just arm talent or just talent in general, right? Like, like arm talent, talent like Josh Allen or obviously Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, people like that, right? If you're that next tier, because even Matthew Stafford has got like an incredible arm, right? Like mm-hmm. no one would deny that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Derek Carr doesn't have those gifts, but you know, neither did Rich Gannon, you know, and Rich Gannon like led the Raiders to a Super Bowl. Um, got screwed by the tuck rule, which we'll get to a little later because that's the anniversary of that today. I do want to discuss that a little bit. Um, you know, like, granted, I, I am a firm believer, Cap, that if you want to win or if you want sustained success in the NFL, I've told you this before, you need an elite quarterback. But you got another year left on his deal. Like, what do you have to lose by seeing if you can add to what you have and seeing if they can take one last shot at with uh, shot at it with him. Organizationally speaking, George, they just fired their general manager. They're probably going to be looking at a new head coach. If I'm the new GM of the Raiders or the new head coach of the Raiders, I'd be like, look, why do I want a guy on the last year of his deal that has never done anything in his career? And again, it's not his fault, but yet this is another head coach, another general manager. You know what I would do with Derek Carr? I would try and trade him to a team that's on the verge, okay? Because just like Matthew Stafford played for all those years on a really bad team, and then he brought his skill set to a good team, if you put Derek Carr on a good team that just needs that kind of leadership, then maybe he could have the kind of year that Matthew Stafford is having. And who would that team be? I mean, just as off the top of my head, if I were the Miami Dolphins... Like Washington? If I'm Miami, I'll give you an example. If I'm the Miami Dolphins, I'm not sure if organizationally they're sold on Tua, but if I'm the Raiders, I would like to try the upside on a quarterback with Tua's skill set and give Derek Carr to a team that thinks they're ready to be a playoff contender. I wouldn't do that if I were the Raiders. I don't think Tua is that good. I, well, I'd rather not, have Derek but, but, Carr. Well, but if you're – listen, again, if you're the Raiders, you got to look at the Chargers and you got to look at the Chiefs and their quarterbacks – and say, do we have a guy who can play like that? Can do those kinds of things? I'm not sure Tua can. He's only no. a two-year player, no, and no. he's and he's a guy who's been hurt a lot. I'm just saying. I'm giving an example I, of. Here's the thing, though, Kaplan. This year is not a good year for quarterbacks in the draft. So it's not like, you know, you're kind. I, I think you just ride it out one more year with him. Let his contract come up and see what happens. Well, then then expect to possibly get lucky and finished third in the division. And How about you just put lucky? weapons around him that are that that you know can be have sustainable success great you know what i mean new general manager new head coach and the same quarterback and we're now somebody else's job is to come in here and support this guy this guy has been through the ringer if i were him i'd want to get out of there it's just that he's so gosh darn loyal you know and he just no, loves I, being I, the leader I, he, of the he, nation he, he grew on me he grew on me for sure like he absolutely grew on me um i i'm a big fan now Dude, I, I've, and- I've been a big fan i love the guy but but the results are the results well, but again, I don't think that the team around him is that great either. You know, well, organizationally, it's not good. I mean, again, yeah. you, it's not just the players wearing the uniforms. It's from top to bottom. The Raiders organization has been a mess his entire tenure. Yeah, and, and I think that, I, I, you know, I'd like to see him with some stability, and I'm curious to see what they, what they do here. But I would ride it out one more year. All right, so Brian Winhorst. Brian Winhorst told Laker fans, hold your horses. Now, He's not saying that it's championship for sure, but he's saying, like, let's just take a deep breath and relax for one minute. Laura, play the cut from Lakers Talk yesterday with uh, Divas Lewa. If you bet on the Lakers to win the title, do not destroy your ticket. Do not destroy your ticket. And, that you know, they have that. But it is going to take 
the great AD for this to work. Um, so it's what you and I talked about the other day, Cap, that – and Brian went on basically to say, look, it's not like – it's not necessarily likely, but Anthony Davis, if he is right – can change a lot of the fortunes of the Lakers. It's what they brought him in for. It's why they traded so many assets for him. It's why somewhat they're in the position that they're in because this particular season has not worked out. Last season also, halfway through the season, did not work out. Um, But it worked out to win a championship. So I'm a believer, Cap, that if you've won a championship, you know what it takes, right? You know how challenging it is. Now... Is he enough to overcome the other shortcomings? Speaking of shortcomings, as we were talking about Derek Carr, I don't know. But, man, I've, to- I've used this phrase with him before. He is the human cheat code when he's right. And if he's engaged and healthy, I don't know if he's going to be either of those. He certainly can change the balance at least a little bit and give them a puncher's chance, which is what Brian was saying. And I, I-, I still feel that way. It's why I'm not all the way out on the Lakers because of him at this stage. Uh, even though I am... I'm getting there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting there where I'm like, I'm out. I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. And and he's really the only thread that's keeping me there. Yeah, there's two letters in everything you just said. I and F. If. If Anthony Davis comes back healthy. If Anthony Davis can put the Lakers on his shoulders. If Anthony Davis can can get back to the player that he was in the bubble. If, 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 if. Do we really think? I mean, uh, if, if, again, if we a fan base, are relying on Anthony Davis to come back and be the player he was two seasons ago when he has been hurt the entire time. Ever since the bubble ended, this guy has been essentially hurt, missing a ton of games. Why should we believe that Anthony Davis will come back and will be able to do any of these things that people are saying that if he can, if he can, I'm not buying it. He's going to have to get back, remain healthy, and, and prove to the world and prove to his teammates that he can be a guy that puts an entire team on his back. If. Well, you know why? Because he's, he, he's just still only 28 years old, right? Like, I think that's part. It's not like he's, like, some guy past his prime. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, that's the thing that, that has me kind of um, at least keeping the thread there where I'm like, I can't say I'm all out just yet. I still have some chips on the table when it comes to the Lakers. Right, you're not, you're not dead yet. That's exactly right. If you were playing poker or if you yeah. were playing blackjack and you were down to that last chip on the table, while you think you're dead and you're toast, you know what? You hit a blackjack. You get two and a half times. You win another hand. Okay, Hey, you, you put down a little bit right. more. You, you get, you get to, to double. All of a sudden, you were down to your last chip. Now, now you're back. Now, if Anthony Davis comes back and he's healthy, could the Lakers be like that? Could they be back? We'll find out. When's he coming I mean, back? I, 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 you know, it could be in the next couple of weeks. Like I, you know, I think that they're they've already given given out the update that he's going to start. You know, the process of of uh, working out again. Um, you know, with with like, you know, one on one, two on two, three on three, four on four. They're going to ramp him up to five on five and then get him going. It could be another couple of weeks, but I, you know, maybe before the trade deadline, we'll see Anthony Davis. I think that's possible. But speaking of coming back. Boy, the Rams deserve a lot of credit for comebacks. And I'll tell you why in just a second. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ha <laughs> ha, it's funny. <laughs> Birds are mammals, bro. Ha 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 Oh, this is a good Janet song, too. I kind of forgot about this song because there's just like a, such a long, a large catalog with her. But this is a great song. I remember the video. Video was great, too. You ever seen Janet Jackson in concert? I've not. You you brought this up to me. I think it might have been off air a couple weeks ago. I have not. She's unreal. No. She, she is so amazing. Now, look, it's been a long time since I've seen her, but... The number of times that I've seen Janet Jackson in concert, I'm like, she's amazing. What a performer. Now, again, that could be like 20 years ago, Janet Jackson, but I'd still go see her. I mean, all day, every day. Hey, Lindsay, can you get Bruce Feldman on? Can you text him, see if he'll come on real quick? Because he's just got a story that I want to talk about. Um, he's saying that Michigan, uh, that Jim Harbaugh would take the Raiders job. Now, okay. now, now, by the way, if now you mentioned uh, earlier Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon was fortunate because his personality type and John Gruden's personality type, and when those two guys got together in their careers, it happened to work out perfectly, and they went on to win a Super Bowl and beat Tampa Bay and, and I mean, destroyed him, as a matter of fact. Conceivably, though, George, you could take a guy like Jim Harbaugh at this time of his career and maybe keep a Derek Carr and those two personalities at this point of their careers, maybe, maybe there's a love connection there, kind of the way there was for Gruden back then. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I think that if, right, that if you're going to find someone to resuscitate the career, or not even resuscitate, like I don't think Derek Carr needs resuscitation. I just think it needs someone to get the best out of him. And look, to your point, Harbaugh got the best out of Alex Smith. Harbaugh got the best out of Colin Kaepernick. Harbaugh had, you know, was a pretty good quarterback in his day, too. You know? Yeah, he was. He was, and he's been a really good coach. Listen, um, Jim Harbaugh started his coaching career as a really low-level assistant. For a guy who had the kind of quarterbacking career that he did as a player, to go into the Raider organization and work, like I said, as a kind of low-level assistant position coach and then find himself at a small D, you know, 1AA kind of non-scholarship school and then have success and find himself at the likes of Stanford and beating USC and Pete Carroll. Hey, what's your problem? Remember that whole scene? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then you know, to go on and have success in the NFL in San Francisco – and then even to follow that up now with what he's been able to do ultimately at Michigan, Jim Harbaugh is a damn good football coach. He's incredible. Like I would take him in a heartbeat. I'm actually the Dolphins fan in me is a, is a little disappointed. Although I think the Raiders' job is better than the Dolphins' job, and you, I know you and I disagree on that. Um, I, I just I don't believe in Tua. Like I think Tua is a nice player. I don't think I think Derek Carr is a much better quarterback than Tua. <laughs> Um, and you know, and I think Derek Carr is like an above average quarterback. Like, I don't think he's, you know, in the elite class. Is, By the way, all I'm saying is, is I'm not ready to give up on a guy after two seasons. That's all. Yeah. I'm not sure two is going to be great, but I'm not ready to give up on him after two seasons. Okay. I just think that the job also stinks because the offense stinks. They have no offensive linemen, no skill position players other than Waddle. Um, yeah, it's just not that good a job. 
Um, their defense is great, you know, and Flores made that work. But, yeah, I think the Raiders' job is more attractive anyway. Um, so, yeah, Linz, let me know if, if Feldman can come on real quick. Just literally five minutes just to ask him about this. Um, so, real quick about the Rams. Um, man, you know, we were talking about trying to resuscitate or, or whatever, help evolve Carr's career, mm-hmm. help, uh, you know, bring Anthony Davis in his comeback. And the Rams deserve a – man, I almost cursed. I, a bleep ton of credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they deserve a bleep ton of credit. Sean McVay, Les Snead, the entire staff, uh, Raheem Morris, whoever. Everybody, whoever you want to name, they deserve a lot of credit for helping resuscitate guys' careers. Vaughn Miller, um, you know, obviously OBJ. I, I mean, look at Eric Weddle making right. contributions like five minutes into being back on this right. team. Cam Akers, yep. You know, now granted, Cam Akers, that's on him too, but also on the team, like helping him progress, helping him progress, right, right to this right. point. Five and a half months—that's like insane. Like, remember, Adrian Peterson came back from was it an ACL in like six or seven months, and we thought that was insane. Like Cam Akers, even more insane. I mean, a yeah. torn Achilles. Like the Rams deserve beyond obviously all the stuff we've talked about and the great win and Stafford and all that. The Rams as an organization deserve a bleep ton of credit right now for not only identifying these guys, but identifying these guys and helping them become the best they can be, maximizing their ceilings and potentials. Well, hitting on the right players, right? So so Vaughn Miller. Remember when Vaughn Miller came to the Rams and the first week that he was gonna that he was on the team, he was we, we thought, well, hey look, put him out there. Give him a few plays. You know, just let him rush the quarterback. He didn't play. I believe the game was against Tennessee at SoFi, and he didn't play in the game because he was still dealing with an ankle problem that he brought with him from Denver. And then about two or three games into Vaughn Miller's playing career with the Rams, I think a lot of us were saying, gosh, we're not hearing his name called. He's not making an impact. I don't know about a lot. I don't know about a lot. You, you were saying. Listen, he wasn't pressuring the quarterback. In the first few weeks, you didn't see Vaughn Miller playing like Vaughn Miller. Well, he's but, just come back from an injury. Right, but but since then, the way he has integrated into this defense and the way he has added another element of respect to this defense, the Vaughn Miller thing's worked out really great. The Odell Beckham thing, many of us, me included, we doubted Odell Beckham. We thought he was a diva that was coming from Cleveland. We thought it was Odell again, again, who was the problem. Again, many of us, not yeah. me. No, me. Me, I'm, I'll take this one. Yeah. Um, but Odell Beckham has won over the doubters like myself yeah. because he's been a pro's pro. He's been productive. And what the Rams have needed from him, he has provided. Hey, the Eric Weddle story, George, this comes from out of nowhere. You know, last week, NFL players all make the same amount of money. Tom Brady makes $36,000. So does Eric Weddle. Everybody gets paid the same. Weddle comes out of retirement. Did you see anything glaring in that game? I think he played like 19 of about 60 defensive plays, but you didn't see anything where you're like, uh-oh, Eric Weddle's on the field. That's not right. No, good. no, of course. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That did so, not happen. So credit to the Rams' front office for getting these guys and for these guys making the Rams' front office look smart. A hundred percent. They made them look smart, and they're smart for getting the right guys. So it, it's – Look, the Rams, it's why I'm telling you, look, are, are you you're still feeling the Rams against Tampa? Because, again, this team that they're facing is a little bit of a shell of the team they even faced earlier in the season. It's Wednesday afternoon. 
I am trying to formulate and resolve my head versus my heart. Okay, My heart says the Rams are going to go win this game. My heart also says that San Francisco is going to go beat Green Bay and that the Rams are going to host the NFC Championship game. That's what my heart says. My head says Tom Brady in the playoffs. Wow, that is, uh, that is an unbeatable situation, even though it's not. So my heart says the Rams can do it and will do it and will ultimately host the NFC Championship game. And my head says, man, that's Tom Brady over there. That, that, there's the GOAT over on that side. The Super Bowl champion playing in his home stadium. He's still got Gronk. He's still got Evans. Um, he's still got a defense. Heart and head, George. See? You see, that it's hard to resolve. I mean, not for me, bro. I mean, this Tampa team is not as good as they were earlier this season. <laughs> it's the reality of it. So you're making the call right now. You got a score for me, or you want to wait until Friday? Uh, I mean, I, I've been telling you the Rams are going to win for a long time. So, I mean, I don't have a score yet. No, no. I mean, you're but. real confident? Yeah, bro. Like, I've been telling you. I've been telling you for weeks that if they play Tampa, they're going to win. I know you have. I know you have. And I'm just saying... I hope you're right, but I but if you had to if you had to bet it, and you're like Brady, Stafford, Brady seven Super Bowl rings, Stafford one playoff win. So what? You're focusing on one aspect of the game. That is true. That is true, but it's the most important aspect of the game: quarterback play. What will you get from Brady? What will you get from Stafford? If you get great Stafford, Rams can win the game. If you get three turnovers, Stafford, Rams lose the game. Mm-hmm. If you get non-frustrated, sitting in the pocket, picking you apart Brady, Tampa Bay wins the game. If you get Aaron Donald is all over him and he's uncomfortable and he's unhappy, then the Rams win the game. Most important uh, aspect of this entire game, Rams defense. This game can be won by the Rams defense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and, and I think they, they will. And I think Stafford too. Um, I, I, I think the Rams defense is going to play a bigger part, but the, the Stafford to me is going to have his moment this weekend. And, and look, we can dive into that a little further. Uh, we've got the Raiders, uh, some breaking news on the Raiders, as I mentioned, we'll have that on the other side. And as much as we had someone taken up for the Lakers last segment, we've got some of the naysayers that we can add to the list. We'll get to that on the other side as well. Plus what you need to know. We're back in three minutes.